All right, welcome back to the Malapert Smart Podcast. We got our favorite talk today. This is WCW talk, classic wrestling from the 90s during the quote-unquote attitude era, I guess. But this was not the attitude era side. This is the other side, not the WWF side, the WCW side. Our beloved company that went under, got bought out by (laughs) WWF. It still fucking eats at me every day of my life. It's the most painful thing of my entire life, literally. I fucking no, I, don't know, I don't know about all WCW. that. I don't know. I can't say that much. Well, but, I was okay, a holdout where I was. I didn't want to watch WWF, Robert. I know amongst yeah. the three of us, Robert was solely watching WWF, and I was not a fan. I was not a fan of The Rock. I was not a fan of like the raunchiness, you know, the the gold dust stuff and all that, the weird storylines. And I stayed loyal to WCW. I watched them only till they went down. <laughs> Until <laughs> the ship went down. I went down with the ship. You Anything I saw from WWF was like later on. Like I went back and found the tapes or whatever. Did it retrospectively. I didn't see all that live. Yes, I do miss WCW. I wish it was still around. I'd give anything. I'd give anything to have WCW back the way it was. But now WWE are so guarded with that. It's like their greatest achievement. It's like a fucking trophy on the shelf for them. The fact that yeah. they fucking beat WCW and not only beat them, but bought them out and own their ass. Like, that fucking sucks. And it sucks that Turner, more thoughtful of the WCW fan at the time, they shouldn't have sold it to WWF. They should have sold it to anyone else. But I can't believe nobody else could have came up with $4 million to buy WCW's intellectual property and footage. But okay. Yet, here we are, and we try to watch these shows. Unfortunately, we're not free to watch them. We got to censor them. You know, yeah. you got to blur it out because WWE owns this shit and whatever you could listen to or see through the blur, it's the best we can do. But yes, we do want to watch this stuff and we have a good time watching it. So for our watch along today, I got Vlad, the wrestling expert. Hello, Vlad. Thank you for being here. <laughs> it's definitely and good to be here. Yes. Thank you so much for being here. We appreciate it. Thank you for all your expertise. And then I got Robert here, also the frozen Asian. Thank That's you for me. coming on too. He also and whatever whatever is gonna be shown, it's it's actually gonna be fresh for me. Just FYI. Yes, because like Robert's first viewing. I do put that on the thumbnail sometimes when I have these shows. Mm-hmm. I put Robert first time watching with a star yeah, next to it. That. So yeah, me and Vlad, we did kind of see this stuff. Some of these stuff I didn't really see though. Like I wasn't there every Monday. Some of it is fresh it's, to especially, me. Especially especially yeah, ninety seven. I saw more of ninety six. Was kind of when the ball was getting rolling. So anyways, yeah. I don't know if you notice on the title here, but this is September 23rd, 1996. I didn't put WCW Nitro. I put NWO oh, Nitro. Right? Because, man, you could point towards this as the day that literally they took complete control. Complete. How did the show end last week, Vlad? Do you remember? Oh, they left Luger Land. Sting walked out on WCW after being oh, okay. offended. Thank you for reminding yes, Yeah, I do after- remember the Sting part. That's where we left off. So Sting is gone. And Eric Bischoff mentioned last week, actually, that WCW wrestlers are going to be in Japan. A lot of them. A good number of them. So NWO were in their limousine the week before saying, you know what? Oh, this could be the day that we make it NWO Nitro. So they did tease that they're going to do some stuff today. So let's get going and let's start the episode. Tony Schiavone and Larry Zabisco are announcing the situation, which is usually how they start the episodes. WCW superstars are not here tonight 
because they are in Japan. And this would be the perfect opportunity for the NWO to strike. As a matter of fact, they have really kind of struck already. Take a look at what we are seeing right here. This ad ran today in the USA Today, put in obviously by the NWO. There you see them spray painting the Money Nitro logo. And they said, while the WCW is away, the NWO will play, Larry. Well, you know, a parasite is a useless life form. It infiltrates a healthy species. It sucks its blood dry and does nothing in the end but destroys an organization that blood, sweat, and tears by a lot of athletes went into the New World Order. Hulk Hogan and the Outsiders, they're nothing but parasites. Larry Zabisco really gets a chance to cut promos on the NWO during this era. He's not wrestling, but it's a very good no. use of him. I love him as the second commentator here. but I've always liked Zabisco. Calls the NWO parasites, gosh. All right, so I'm skipping yeah. around on this show. In this city, New World Order, Hulk a lot of WCW fans, a lot of hardcore parasites. original WCW fans you see ripping up the NWO propaganda sheets that they're passing out. Some people are fans. See? Those kids. Those kids are marks. <laughs> this guy's a mark, too. Horseman. Horseman country. So Mike Tanay is in the back with the Macho Man. So the Macho Man who's going to face Hulk. Oh, Macho Hogan. Man is here. Yes, he is here. He didn't go to Japan. So it's five weeks away from Halloween Havoc. And the main event is going to be Macho Man against Hogan for the World Heavyweight title. So Macho Man is one of the only hopes at this point for Team WCW. So here he is. He's going to cut a promo on his match. Andy Savage, we're just over a month away from your highly anticipated matchup with Hulk Hogan. But as we've just seen on the video, you've been publicly targeted by the New World Order, and they are here tonight. Oh, they are. Am I a marked man? Is that what you're thinking? Well, let me tell you something, Hollywood Hulk Hogan. Whatever it takes, if you're going to cheap shot me every night and every day, before we get to Halloween Havoc, that's not going to change anything because I'm going to take you down because I'm the last hope for the WCW. Otherwise, the entire wrestling world is going to be turned upside down. You're threatening to make that happen. And another thing, let's get the record straight right now. The whole WCW, the majority of them were booked in Japan. And I was booked in Japan, too. But I took myself out of there. I just felt that I needed to be at Nitro because it's not cut in stone whether you're going to beat me up or I'm going to beat up the whole NWO tonight. And about Elizabeth, let me tell you something. Not this lifetime, not the next lifetime, or maybe well, the only thing we got in common is that about 100,000 lifetimes away from now, we might be the same goldfish same as swimming in the same water. Now, nothing makes sense, but I'm going to tell you something that does. Hollywood Hulk Hogan, I... Responsibility to wipe you out. Understand that? Now let's go to the ring and see runs Kinder. off after he does this Coming program. up next, guys. <laughs> All right, Macho Man. Okay, I thought that was a that was an okay promo. Yeah, I didn't think it was he, one of his best. It felt kind of yeah. random at points, but it was. It, it was wasn't decent. one of his best, but, no, but even his decent promos are better than ninety-nine percent of most people. Yeah. All right, so yes. I know it doesn't seem like it because I skipped a lot of the show, but we're about an hour into this show, so. Okay. Four oh, wow. matches came off, actually, because, you know, NWO have been threatening to do something today. But they had four regular-ass matches that nothing happened in. They were Conan versus Juventud Guerrera, Jericho versus Mike Enos, Glacier versus Pat Tanaka, and Harlem Heat oh, against Public Enemy. So those mm -hmm. are just 
for the wrestling fans who came to watch wrestling. But we're about an hour in. Next match is going to be the Macho Man against Greg the Hammer Valentine. Is that a good booking play? You know, I don't Valentine. remember Valentine. I don't know who that is. You don't know who that is? You don't know who that is? A big guy in the 80s. Major character in the territory days, I guess. Got a lot of respect in the community. But at this point, this is all they got for him. I don't remember Valentine in WCW at this point, but okay. Ah, he makes sporadic appearances, just matches. He's not really involved in any storylines or anything. But sure. He does his thing. He's a worker. So here's some of his match against Macho Man. I skipped a lot of it, but this is the end. He's been doing this for the last three weeks, where he takes the chair that David Pinzer, the ring announcer, is sitting on, and just <laughs> hits his opponent with it and gets disqualified. He doesn't care. He has a title shot in the bag. So that's it. That's a DQ. I've never seen Might this. Might as well... Uh, chair shot to the head off the top rope. This is kind of interesting. Don't see that too often. <laughs> Looks safe too. It's all right. Oh, he's gonna throw the referee out. Yep. Oh, oh no! Here comes the NWO. Six. Kevin Nash, Scott Hall, Hollywood Hogan's opponent for Halloween Havoc is gonna get softened up here by the classic NWO. Look at this, Vlad. Paul Nash and Sean Waltman. This is beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> this almost makes me want to cry. This is really Six's first involvement in end of, Oh, there's Miss Elizabeth watching Macho Man get his ass kicked. Her ex-boyfriend, I guess. She still cares about him. But she doesn't help him. She can't do anything. She runs away. I think, I, I think they were married. At that point? No, before. Not at that point. Before, before. Kevin Nash is power bombing the Macho Man. Six is just Six is a good hype man. He just looks really funny. <laughs> he looks like their little buddy. Man, he fit in perfect. This version of the NWO is the perfect version of the NWO. Ted DiBiase is there with them too, wearing a, a suit. The fans are already littering the ring with trash, and it's just the middle so, of the show. And I thought I saw the giant make an appearance, but I don't yeah, know where he, he's I don't... there. He's there at the ringside. So yeah, what a. Oh, there he is. There he is. He's, there he's he is. wearing a suit. He's got a microphone. Six had to jump to give him a high five. <laughs> He's so tall. Without further ado, the man in the myth, the man to be with, the all-time greatest professional wrestler in the world, a man who made professional wrestling what it is today, a man who knows no limits, the financial backbone of the Giant, the hype man here. All of them putting their guy over, pointing at the entrance ramp, and here comes Hollywood Hogan. And they just whooped the Macho Man's ass. Hollywood Hogan, the man who says if it wasn't for him, professional wrestling would not exist today. The man who said that he definitely believed that. He is the only reason that they have ever achieved any success. Dun, 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 dun. Woo! He thinks he's Elvis. The NWO <laughs> World Heavyweight 
Over. So they still got the Disgusting. Macho Man. The Macho Man Randy. All the members Savage. of NWO are holding him oh, no. while Hulk Hogan beats him with it. Well, well, my well. recollection of these events is this happened quite a few times to, to Randy Savage during this during this time. Well, it happened at the end of Fall Brawl. It's That's how they ended that happened. show. Well, the weird thing is, okay, I know today they're saying all the top guys are gone, but. Usually Savage doesn't have any help anyways. <laughs> he usually just gets beat down. <laughs> so yeah, I get it. This week, okay, they made a reason why he's by himself. There are certain days where WCW seem more united, and they actually are like kind of holding a front. And then there are days where people don't really want to go out and get their ass whooped by the NWO. <laughs> so they just stay in the back. Yeah, well, you could look at it that way. It's too many strong guys. This group is too right. powerful. Well, they do have a lot of big guys as well. We help them right. with high no, I, I do have, they're going to help the Macho Man with his hygiene. NWO Whites. First time I heard that one. NWO Whites out there. I'm used to being in Hollywood. But the bright lights that are shining off the Nacho Man's bald head give me a just break. too much to bear so i'm gonna do something about the shine on that bald head because what does he see what he what? Knows. Uh, well that's a good point i was about to say isn't our you're gonna talk about a bald head yeah exactly Hogan. oh man so for the audio people they're spray painting macho man's bald spot with black spray paint <laughs> Man. It's just funny hearing that uh, from Hogan, though. <laughs> like, really? Yeah, you gotta paint his whole head. That bandana really saved Hulk Hogan. The invention of bandanas. Made him look cool even into his old age. It was genius. It was genius. Okay, so Hall and Nash. <laughs> They're at the announcer's table. Bischoff. They're manhandling him. Do your job, Chico. Huh? We told you so. We told Look, you so. Joining the broadcast team. Welcome the Outsiders. National Hall for the Outsiders. Six in the background. Legendary Hulk Hogan. And let's bring out our newest member, Ted DiBiase's head of security. Make welcome, if you will, a name very familiar to wrestling fans. Bring him out, Get him out. Teddy, where's Get Vincent? Off me. Where's Vincent? Bring out Vince. Where's Vincent? Vince, come on out. Come on, Vincent. Oh, this whole thing here. Where the fuck is Vince? Here he comes. Here he comes. Hey, First appearance. Come on, Vince, buddy. he was Virgil. He was what? Ted DiBiase's servant, well, right? I guess. I heard he just got a few strokes the other day. Like, he's not doing well. Uh, well yeah. that, that makes sense. I heard he's pretty crazy in real life. Like, yeah, I heard he was nuts as he got older, I heard. Or maybe he was always crazy, I don't know. But yeah, Vincent, that was supposed to be, right? Like, they say, always said that that was to make fun of Vince McMahon, right? The whole Vincent name. 
I never do that. That's, no, well, yeah, Vince. Vince. Yeah. <laughs> Why else did they call him Vince? He is probably the worst member of the NWO out of all of them in the future. He's the weakest one. He's like the jobber of jobbers. Yeah, yeah. He was just there for that. But I guess they only brought him in because of his ties with DiBiase, I think, right? I don't know. So the NWO have taken over the announcer's table and they're not no, letting they're so Bischoff leave. Bischoff was trying to leave. He's like, I, I don't want to stay here. And they're like, no, you're going to stay here and hang out with us. So, oh, oh, and yes, they're a, selling merch. I have a question. Um, during the segment in the ring, I saw six quite a few times throughout the NW hand gesture. Too sweet. Was that, yeah. Yeah, the two hand gesture. Was that the first time that... You know, that good catch. That might be the that first one. Was it the first? But, it's, I but they, I don't remember, but they didn't I don't do remember this. seeing that before. Okay, yeah, they, they didn't, didn't do that, but... Yeah, they didn't do they didn't do that. It was just him by himself uh, throwing it out. But I don't remember if the two sweet hand gesture was done prior to that segment. This is a great image, huh, Vlad? Of everyone together: Hall, Nash, Six, Vincent, DiBiase, and Bischoff, just like dreading this whole thing, sitting in the middle. Yeah, no, this is good. No, but as far as the signal, I think you, you might be right. This is the first time on WCW programming that I've seen okay. it, but I know that's like something that originally came from like the click in WWE. Oh, that was the, it was the click thing. Oh, yeah. Okay. Stuff that Scott Hall and Nash and HBK and Triple H and, and Xbox did amongst each other. All right, so they bring out this race car with NWO letters on it. Really cool. <laughs> they have a racing team. Who the hell? Is there, I don't think is there actually a race car in that. I mean, a race car driver in that car. That's a nice. Uh, it's a cool car. I would love to have that car. Imagine. Oh my god. Bischoff's still trying to leave. Let's listen to some of this. We didn't go out and just get any drivers. No, no, we got somebody special. That's right. Who is it? Well, let me tell you this. You know, last I heard, the guy got in a little trouble for a little uh, fisticuffs he was in. He's our kind of guy. He's got the ponytail. Hey, Teddy picked up his fine. Yeah. You know, we got no problem with that. We're bringing in Kyle Petty. He'll oh, be here. Come That's on. Oh, wow. Kyle Petty. That's right. NWO's Daytona 500 drive. NASCAR legend. Soon to be. All right. We... We got to get down to the ring. We got to get down to the ring. What do you got coming up here? All right, next match. Jim Powers a fine young He's a comer. Now Wall Street. What a businessman. Jim Powers versus BK Wall Street. The NWO on commentary, and the giant is the ring announcer. This is ridiculous. Wow. And it says NWO on his microphone, you know, instead of WCW. Oh, good idea, good idea. Here comes Jim Powers. So, Hall and Nash are going to analyze this Jim match for you. Powers making his way to the ring with peanut head Teddy Long. Oh, yeah. Teddy, hey, is it just me? Is Teddy putting out a little poundage there? Powers is definitely <laughs> full of beef tonight. He's stacked and ready to go. He is Powers jacked by all means. Oh, yeah. For that, for what he all just said, you're going to go one-on-one -on -one with the Undertaker player. <laughs> <laughs> so they're praising Jim Powers for how jacked he is. He's like, look at this guy. Looking good. Jimmy, you're, look Jimmy, you're looking good. He's obviously been training hard. He's saying his prayers by taking his vitamins. Veteran M. Wall Street, Syracuse All-American, two sports. Football two sports. star at Syracuse. Look, guys, you don't need me here. What? 
no, you, when they when they show us, you, you look good. You look like at that model hey, look. Hey, you know? check this out. <laughs> you really get out. They want fish out there because he looks cool. Wall Street yeah. Way into the ring. That's why they don't want to let him leave. Hey, uh, we're gonna go get a closer look at this yeah, one. Let's, let's check this guy. Let's do it. So Hall and Nash and Six have left the booth. Look, they left that's all right. Don't worry about something. a thing. They're leaving, but we're not. <laughs> How do you like the CEO of security? Ah, you never look better, Bischoff. <laughs> so Hall and Nash are going to the ring. These two guys are trying to just have a match. They got nothing to do with this. Mr. DiBiase or Vince? What do I call Oh, they start to beat up Jim Carr? Yeah. <laughs> They're not letting these matches what you, happen. What are you doing? <laughs> Why? 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 This has got nothing to do with this Jim Carr. This has got nothing to do with him. This, this is, is my idea of wrestling. Athlete. I mean, I, I've never seen an episode like this. This might be the best episode of wrestling I've ever seen. Boy, I want to fight. <laughs> Just take over the show. Don't let them do the show. Because we can. This Hogan. this is an ultimate power play. Hogan, oh, oh, look at Randy Anderson. Watch this part play. Yeah, Randy Anderson is leaving. He's not going to take part in this charade. He's taking off his bow tie and he's walking out. Here comes Nick Patrick. Killed the way. Now it's going to be fair. Nick Patrick has no problem. Listen. Nick Patrick saying he's gonna be here to uphold the rules. Like he always does. The very fair official that goes in there takes charge. I apologize to viewers across the country for what? For what is a program that is entirely out of control? That's for what? No, no, you got that wrong, Bishop. It's in control. It's in control. So the giant is beating up Jim Powers. This match didn't happen. Please, if you would tell your CEO of security, Vincent, I'm not going anywhere, okay? Well, he's just trying to sit here and... The CEO of security, Vincent. And young Jimmy Powers is putting up quite a contest. All right, so split screen. Hogan's in the back. What's he doing? They're just being low lights. Oh, you're just spray painting it. It's tagging the NWO on the walls of the building. Look at these bunch of thugs. They're just a gang. Oh, the Nasty Boys. Interesting. So the Nasty Boys had been suspected of having ties to the NWO because of his friendship with Hogan. So this is the first time sure. they've actually addressed this. On your sister getting married this weekend, congratulations on your success, brother. And you know something? When you dudes call me, man, it was the uh, highlight no. of my yeah. life. You, know, you see, Bischoff, we have friends everywhere. But you know something? We've always been friends, man. We've always been friends, and we've never talked business, man. But tonight, it's NWO night. I've taken control, and I know knobs and sags, you've never knocked me. You've always stood behind me, you always haven't agreed with me, but you never knocked me, man. And tonight, man, I want to talk a little business with you dudes, brother. I already signed some contracts, already changed some things. I got some other dudes wrestling the outsiders. So if you guys would just take my room key, go to my suite, brother. Pop the corks, get ready, just trust me, brothers, because I love you guys. Another defection? Boys for a long time, man, and I trust you with my life. You're, you're talking about...
going right now to your suite. You want to talk some business? You're talking about everything, anything you guys want. Another man. defection. I want to talk some business, man. Please trust me, man. I'd never steer you wrong. Guys, we, let's go. We've got to take a break. All right, brother. We you better hey, take a break. Okay, all right, so the Nasties were originally supposed to face Hall and Nash, but I guess they came up with another opponent, and the Nasties are going to go hang out. He gave him a card. He's like, go to our hotel room. So he, they're just supposed yeah. to know where his hotel room is, I guess. <laughs> our numbers are growing. What about the tag team match? Man, Hollywood Hogan is in full swing, huh? As Hollywood Hogan. Remember in the beginning, we were like, he was a little hesitant, but now he's really going for it with this heel charisma that he's protruding. Well, if you know what yeah. I mean. Well, yeah, because, you know, he had been a face for so long. It, it, it's hard to kind of get your heel material going, but he is a charismatic personality and he's going to figure it out. He, and I think at this point he's starting to, he's starting to really kind of shine in this kind of scummy, semi-cheesy role as Hollywood Hogan. Robert, any comments on this chaotic show, man? Can you believe this? A group of guys just not letting the show happen. You ever seen this before? Yeah, well, it's, uh, I'm trying to think. No, not really. One faction basically controls the entire show. I, I can't think of uh, any episode from WWE or WF at the time when, when that happened. We've got to take a break. We'll be right back with the NWO. It'll be a lot more of the same. Just <laughs> to blow it for well, I, I, I figure. Oh, here's a classic Slim Jim commercial. When this monster truck or a thousand other prizes look for the scary dude on displays at convenience stores. Win a monster truck. That's cool. We are back. I would love to oh, win a monster truck. WCW Monday Nitro. All right, so Hollywood's oh, back. Like NWO Monday uh, Nitro, man. At the announcer's table. NWO Nitro. Come on, Vince. Don't hurt him, man. We need This him. is my favorite Scott him. Hall episode oh, so far. That's great. He's really shining here on commentary. He's hilarious. <laughs> Come on. The following contest. Jim Duggan coming up. Man, the giant is a horrible ring announcer. Yes. Jim Duggan against Monster. Scott Hall said he's a fine American patriot. There's someone your kids can look up to. Yeah, a half Scott Hall, that's why I didn't really know what to cut out of this episode because this episode is so hilarious with Scott Hall and commentary, like everything he says. You love it, don't you, fish off? Hey, you, you gotta love it. it. You know, you if you can't it. beat him, you join him. <laughs> oh, the Tom Bishop, huh? Don't call it. You can't beat him, you should join them. Mm. No. There's an idea. No. There's some foreshadowing. For I got foreshadowing. <laughs> to face Who, Ron who's coming Stud. up? Oh, he's a comer. He's a comer. Yeah, fellas, he's a cummer. Uh, he's a cummer. <laughs> he's a cummer. I've never heard that. Yeah, right now. He must have a lot of kids. This guy. Yeah. Well, that Ron guy does look like he Ron Stone does look like a guy that has had or will have a lot of kids. I'll give him that. So Hollywood Hogan goes out to the entrance ramp and catches Ron Stud on his way to the ring. More recruitment plan or what? I doubted it. Ron yeah, Stud. They're just going to beat his ass. <laughs> Dude, they didn't even let him get to the ring. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> Fans are throwing shit. <laughs> oh, my God. 
this is hilarious. If you're one of the guys who roots for heels in wrestling, this is like the most hilarious shit ever. But some of these Mark fans are really pissed off. What happened? Oh, they changed the match. Ron Studd is out of the match. Six is taking the spot. Yeah, you never know where he's going to show up. And these guys have hijacked this show. They're booking it. Now, this man is an athlete. Fish off. Just going after the NWO referee. <laughs> what the fuck was that? I'm surprised Nick Patrick hasn't disqualified him yet. Yeah, the match hasn't the started yet. That hasn't stopped nobody. <laughs> no. away, you, you need this. This is the Macho Man's. Cry and tell. Hogan's on commentary. Oh, you know, I gotta admire the Macho Man. You know, I was booked in Japan one time, and I had a tragedy in my family. I turned around and came back. If somebody was to get hurt, like your son or something, would you turn around and come back to see if he's okay? Well, the whole WCW is about to die, Bischoff, and all those cowards, they turned tail and ran. Macho Man was the only man to stuck around to get another butt with him, brother. Well, Six is doing some work here with Hacksaw bumping around for him. Six well, yeah. is a really good worker at this point of his career. The, the selling, the selling is tremendous. Very good acquisition from WCW at this time. First match here, debut match. Analyze some of the work while we listen to the NWO on commentary. Well, sure, but you would like his first match to be not... It's like chaotic and nutty as this. Hey, but right. he's still yeah. working though. He's yeah, still he putting is. in some work. Well, you know something? After the kid, the sixth kid, man, the sixth kid on the block shows Duggan what he's made of, brother. We may have to have a little talk with Duggan too. You know that? Ooh, yeah. Look, what is it you want to accomplish? You've done as much damage as you can do here in one night. You've got your date with Savage. What is it you're trying to accomplish here? We are here to prove a point. We've got Trillionaire Ted sitting here. You know that Hulk Hogan is the most powerful force in the sport of wrestling. We've got Vince sitting behind you, keeping you in place. And you know something? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> you better keep the <laughs> so the Giants just pulled Hacksaw out of the ring. Oh yeah, and Nick Patrick choked him. And, like and Nick Patrick didn't see nothing. <laughs> Looked like he was getting the upper hand on Six. But that's about it. Sure, Six is not injured, you know? That's what the referees got to do. They got to look out for the rest of the Well, he's doing the big right. That's true. He was looking after Six. Very good point. So that's it. Choke slam on the outside. That'll do it for that match. So there's an NWO victory. Six with the victory over Hacksaw Jimmy. NWO is the only way to go. You know, I love my life. had him. Guys, look. What do you want? Just tell me what it is so I can get the hell out of here. You know what our list of demands are, Bischoff. You know that we will not quit we gave we you get what we want, brother. And the bottom line is, we want it all. And Trillionaire Ted over there 
has promised us he's got enough money in the bank to buy off whoever we need to buy off. There's no stopping us. You might as well change your life too, brother. You know, you can't lick them, join them. We gotta go to a break. It's just like Vince said back here, we are invincible. <laughs> okay, let's go to a break. With As Ted DiBiase sends them to a break. <laughs> Why not? Alright, let's see what the next match is. Oh, NWO Sting. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> and he's coming out with Sting's music. It's a man called Sting. They call him Sting. It's ridiculous. I don't think they should call him NWO Sting. I think they should call him the real Sting. Yeah. And right now, he's teetering and tottering on which way to go. Oh, they're saying they're talking to Sting. And that he's considering maybe coming to the NWO because he's a free agent, right? The real Damn Sting. The Funny that they got Sting on the card today, though. Over. <laughs> well, else. they got us Sting, not the Sting. <laughs> Give me a break yeah. with the woo. Sting looks great tonight, doesn't he? He looks great, Hollywood. <laughs> He's, <laughs> He's jacked up, man. And then Sting is taking on this uh, young man. What's this guy's name? Bo Ledoux. You brought him with you. What do you mean, who is he? Please. <laughs> Exceptional athlete. Look at Bo Ledoux. You brought him with They brought this jobber. To Where did they find this guy? <laughs> they just brought somebody easy for this guy to beat. Imposter Sting. And he's still having a hard time with him. It is going to be kind of a short match, though, so I'm just going to let it run. If you could analyze some of NWO Sting and see how close he is to the actual Sting. Name one thing, Bischoff, that we said that we were going to do that we have failed to accomplish. It's not over The fact that we're sitting right here on your set. And who is the world's heavyweight champion, Bischoff? Hollywood. Hollywood. I guess it was a decision. Well, this is the end. It's going to be a Scorpion Deathlock. Oh, what an athlete. I'm telling you, what an athlete. As the crowd chants for the real Sting. You're not dumb enough to fall for an imposter sting. There you have it. They're, that, that's the best scorpion leg lock I've ever seen in my life, Ted. That's, that's right. Perfect. And another victory for the NWO. And as we speak, Kevin Nash and Scott Hall are warming up for the first ever competition headed towards the world. Tag team champion. Sting. <laughs> Alright, alright, let's see what's coming up next. Back to the announcer's booth. It's Hogan, Six, Vincent, DiBiase. They're still messing with Bischoff. We just started having fun, Bischoff. Hogan blowing his nose in the Macho Man's bandana. tending to the Macho Man's wounds, you know, because in Caesar's Palace, brother, I'm gonna beat him up real, real bad. No more Macho Man's friends interfering. It's gonna be just me and him, the largest arms in the world. No more of the Macho Man's friends interfering. 
Hollywood fans. What friends? I've been getting phone calls. They've been arguing, man. We got it. We got it. They've been arguing for ringside seats. Our city hall. Guys, go ahead. All right. We'll be right back with the first. Now this is good TV. How Robert is like unskippable. It's not like wrestling matches where we have to like skip them. Like, all right, let's see what's next. I'm just letting it run. I'm not doing anything. As they play NWO music as they go to break, not the Nitro theme. Well, they should have probably had somebody else do the, the ring the, announcing. The ring announcing. <laughs> they could have had anybody. They could have had six or Paul, anybody, really. Yeah, the Giant was pretty bad in that role. At least we know he should never be a ring announcer. Never, the, never. This is high voltage. This is the group that took the Nasty Boys spot while the Nasty Boys are hanging out at Hulk Hogan's hotel room right now, popping champagne and getting drunk. <laughs> <laughs> Good idea. So, high voltage. The Quebecers. Yeah, no, amazing, no, amazing, no, no, amazing Canadian French Canadians. They were well, the Quebecers somewhere else. Commentary. <laughs> Notorious Wimps Organization. Yeah. Look at this mark. Alright, let's see what happens in this match. Jacques oh. Rougeau. Oh, yeah, they're doing a Canadian national anthem to get some heat. Oh, here's Holland at. Tournament match. Tournament. The often imitated but never duplicated. What did you guys take him to a circus over the weekend? Hey, you guys never did this. I think he's doing a tremendous job. And he looks good in that outfit too. That's right, Vincent. Keep him in line. Well, look at that. Isn't that a picture? I wouldn't want to mess with those guys. Coolest looking guys in the world at the time. Were Hall and Nash the coolest guys in the world in 1996? I don't know about the world, but maybe in wrestling. They were smart. They took a powder. In the end, it is Hall and Nash against High Voltage. I don't know. They can do whatever they want. So they just showed up and they're like, we're in this match. The amazing French Canadians just disappeared. Weird, weird show. It doesn't really make sense, but that's to be expected based on everything that's going on today. This is going to be a Hall and Nash victory. Let me skip to the ending. And with Nick Patrick involved? It makes no sense for this to be a long I mean, maybe they had a lot of time to kill. This is going to be the ending, though. Damn. There's a guy selling a powerbomb right there. But... It's becoming apparent. That was a massive powerbomb. What a final oh, So Scott Hall pins him just with a foot on his chest. The most disrespectful way you can pin a guy. Alright, so we're down to four minutes left on the show. We want the tag team belts. We want the cruiserweight belt. We want it all. Any more questions? The party's on, gentlemen. They want it all. Alright. Let's take a look at this one more time. After I beat the macho man. I love how they put each other over. They seem like they were such good friends, you know? That's how I want my friends to treat me. <laughs> they all really love Don't each other. Don't all these guys turn on each other <laughs> But at the time, it was very sweet. A little too sweet. Even the WCW is trying to exploit the outsiders. This will 
without a doubt, this will be the hottest sellout magazine you've ever had, and it will be the last one, Bischoff, because we're going to tear the WCW apart just right. like we did the Macho Man and every other gutless wonder that works for the WCW. Hey, here we Bischoff. go, guys. You guys were on fire tonight. Why are the ratings up? Why are the ratings up, Bischoff? Let's go back. Oh, there. They did it. It's too sweet. The yeah, there it is. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So is this the, the first time they officially did it on camera? Looks like it. It looks like it, yeah. Okay, so they're going to review beating Macho Man's ass earlier in the night to end the show for anybody who may have missed it. We already saw this. We're going to skip over this, and I think they're just going to kind of gloat. And this is the one night so far that we've seen that the NWO have completely, completely taken over. Complete. The hostile takeover is complete at this point. You're going to be in the movie, brother. In the movie? You're going to be in the movie. I love it. You know, I am sad. The MGM brand. Have a good time, Bischoff. You're a very special man. What do you mean by that? Look at him. He's the eighth one of the world. Don't ever forget it. By the way, hey. you did an excellent job. Yeah, I'm going to give, I'm gonna give Mr. Bischoff the first time. That was fantastic. Very good. Hey, you look great. You did an excellent job ring announcing. I got to know something. DBS, he said. No, he didn't. No, he didn't. I got to know something, man. Hey, is Andre really your dad, man? <laughs> That's what I thought growing up, for some reason. Not for some reason. They announced, they said it, that he was his son when he first brought him in. Really? Yeah. Okay. That's weird. And that's the end of the show. Interesting. That was some funny stuff from yeah. Scott Hall. So at the end. You're, you're right. This was a you know, pretty good Scott Hall episode to show his sense of humor. Let's get some comments, a review of this episode, if you will. I guess I'll start with Robert. You want to give it a grade or any thoughts that you might want to give about it? How'd you like it? Okay. I mean, it's hard to give it a grade when we skip stuff. But just from what I saw, I would give it an A. That was pretty awesome. It did showcase the power that the NWO had basically hijacking the show <laughs> um, from start to finish. Well, I, I don't know about the second half of the show. The second half of the show. Because we didn't really uh, watch too much of the first half. But yeah, that was really entertaining. I don't ever really see stuff like that ever. Uh, not even like modern wrestling, but I, I'm trying to think of the past. Uh, even in the Attitude Era from the W, uh, back then it was called WF. I don't remember seeing that happen. So yeah, it was cool. Yeah, I had a very hard time finding stuff to cut out because I want to make these clips smaller for us so that we could like watch them quickly. But man, it's just so much good stuff. All right, Vlad, let's hear your thoughts from the wrestling expert. Yeah. I mean, obviously this was really good. You know, for some reason, I do remember like that there was an NWN action, but for some reason I thought it was like later down the line. I, I for some reason didn't think it was like going to happen right now. It might but, yeah, happen again. Not... Sure, sure. No, I know. But I'm, I guess what I'm saying is I do now that you've played this, obviously, remember that there was something about guys being in Japan and whatnot and then them taking over the show. But anyways, yeah, this was really good. This was entertaining. There were some parts of it that were like, okay, we get it. It's kind of repetitive. But overall, not something you see every day. The crowd was going apeshit with like throwing stuff again. They were pissed off because they didn't get to see any matches. <laughs> <laughs> they came in and ruined literally every match. There, there was a match at the end though. There was. Yeah, sort of. <laughs> sort of a match, I guess. But it was, you know, it was just basically them taking over the show. 
making a mockery of the show, making a mockery of a lot of different things. But it was it was really good, really funny, really entertaining. And um, considering that this is not something that they do on a like a weekly basis, that this was like a one-off thing, it was it was pretty damn good. Uh, I don't know how to grade it, but I mean, as far as again what Robert said, as far as what we saw, this was probably an A, just based on the entertainment value of it. Yeah, and how it contributed to the storyline overall. Well, yeah. last question that I just popped into my head, because you know how wrestling is full of tropes that kind of get repeated over and over again. So this is one mm. that I haven't seen and am surprised that they haven't used, at least again, like there's never been a hostile takeover by a faction of a show like this. And I'm surprised that they haven't tried that again, a New World Order type of storyline, especially since it worked so good. Uh well, I think this is unique I th- in that well, sense. I, well, I think I've said in the past, I think this was really organic and it was just a perfect time for something like this. I think they later tried, not WCW, but like in wrestling, I remember they tried with, with the Nexus, right? That was something that that's kind of, true, you know, that's kind of, that's the closest thing I could think of, you know, good point. We were thinking earlier, but yes, that is almost not exactly, but pretty much not exactly. But I think what happened with the Nexus is that John Cena kind of killed that whole thing when he went over. So it kind of killed the whole angle. They had this massive five on five Survivor Series match and yes, they lost. Yes, so that, I remember. That, so that's pretty much, he killed their run as far as I'm concerned because they were red hot. That's really the only one. But I think what made this work is like the people involved, obviously, these are all guys that were real pros, had been in the wrestling business for quite a while, knew what they were doing. It's hard to replicate something like that. Yeah, I mean, I know their whole um, invasion angle, I think it was done sometime in Japan previously, right? I think that's where they got the idea uh, from. Oh, okay. Yes, this is true. Yeah. I did hear yeah. that before. So, but I doubt that it changed wrestling. Like, this, like whatever was done in Japan. I know what you mean. Like, if they did it again with characters of today, it wouldn't probably be as good because obviously it's not Hall and Nash and Hogan and everybody. Right. But right. still wrestling once they find something that kind of works they usually beat it to death like w- the first war games was probably great now there's like yeah. women's war games matches so all i'm saying is that i'm surprised they haven't tried this again even if it wouldn't hit and smack quite as good as this you would think that they, they would do it just because it's something that worked in the past go ahead and give it a crack you know well okay. they kind of did but not to that effect like they had like oh, they started to have groups after this that would we know the dx came from the nwo in a sense and there have I been guess. strong factions, Oops. but never one that yeah. completely took over a show and be like, sure. you know what, we're not, just gonna not like not the, even, not not even the corporation. I think not. Well, not to this extent. No, not even. Not to this extent, right? Yeah, which is funny because right, Vince was actually in charge, <laughs> and he could, and even he couldn't have as much control as the NWO did of of the show. So that's kind of funny. But yeah, I mean, I agree. But at the same time, this was a tough one to kind of replicate. So I I kind of understand why they maybe wrestling didn't try something exactly like this again. All right, then. That being said, I guess we'll put a pin on this one. We'll probably continue it, and we'll see what happens next on our journey. I don't really know, but I guess we're looking forward to Halloween Havoc and the Macho Man versus Hogan. So we'll come back with this the next chance we get. Please subscribe, and you'll get notified. Whenever there's a new part of our series, WCW After Hogan Turned to the Dark Side, there's a link to the whole playlist in the description below. So thank you for watching. Please subscribe. For Robert, the Frozen Asian. For Vlad, the wrestling expert. I'm Kahan. This is the Malapert Smart 
Wrestling Podcast. Thank you for listening. Tell all your friends. Have a good night.